the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 57 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Alan Watsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I'm Liam, and I'm 7, uh, seven, 12 days until I'm 8. 12 days until you're 8. Alright, you gotta figure it out. Uh, yeah, so we have a pretty cool show today. Uh, we're gonna listen to a report from our London correspondent, Nick. Nick went to the Star Wars Identities exhibit in London, and he sent us this really cool report along with a bunch of photos we'll put up on the website, and we'll be listening to that in a few minutes. Um, And then we're going to also, toward the end of the episode, I think, because I don't want to spoil people who haven't seen it, but we're going to talk about The Ghosts of Geonosis, uh, the two-part premiere of the second half of season three of rebels and i think we'll also talk about the rebels season three uh second half trailer if we have time we'll see if we have time for that but first some celebration news uh i mean not about star wars celebration but celebrating as a podcast we are going to celebrate uh because we met our patreon goal of 15 dollars a month if you combine i know if you combine all of the money that people are are giving to us via patreon to help us do this show we were making 15 a month and that was the goal and every i just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's donated it it's very um it's it's hard for me to accept it almost uh but i'm going to and and thank you and i really appreciate it uh amy and family and laura and family and alethea and family and nick and family and to our newest patron and one of my closest personal friends evan thank you to you and your family as well for becoming patrons of children of the force i really we're honored um we're honored evan to have you among our patrons and i'm really surprised honestly that you donated considering how routinely i beat you in lords of Waterdeep, but but you did anyway and i really appreciate it um seriously thanks to you and your family and uh we need to get you on the show soon probably which is pretty say, cool send you a text saying i take hey, it back sometimes i <laughs> no yeah or hey sometimes i beat you <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty rare though. Uh, yeah. So, so pretty cool. I can't wait. we got Alethea and her son are going to come on and Evan. And if he wants to bring his, his son on as well, that would be so cool. Uh, we'll have him on the show in the, in the coming weeks slash uh, months. We'll, we'll work it all out and it should be pretty fun. So, um, and also I just want to say really quick because from now on, this is how the podcast is going to be spoilers for Rogue One. Uh, we'll be just talking about it throughout the, the episode. So, um, from now on children of the force officially, this is the last spoiler I'm going to give because I think most people have seen it by now. Uh, and if they haven't, they're probably not listening to this podcast. So, um, yeah, row one spoilers are in this podcast. Uh, the rebel spoilers will be at the end of the podcast. So you don't have to worry about that if you haven't seen the new rebels episodes. So let's talk about some of the Star Wars stuff that we've been up to. Uh, we just finished a couple days ago our yearly watch through of all of the Star Wars films. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Yay. yeah. That was a couple weeks ago. That was like a couple days ago. I said, yeah. Oh, I thought you yep. said a couple weeks ago. I'm like, yep. what? <laughs> we try to watch them over the holiday break, but it never quite happens. We start before and we end after, but that's okay. Um, and this is the yearly. You know, we sit down and we watch all of them and. Uh, you know, we just have been doing it once a year because I kind of want to keep Star Wars special. Uh, I think it might seem a lot really odd to a lot of Star Wars fans and to a lot of people who listen to this show that we only watch each movie once a year, especially because we have a Star Wars podcast. You think that we just watch the movies all the time, but we don't. Um, you know, I we want to. You want to? Um, I know. I, I wish we could watch them like <laughs> twice or three times so, a year, not just a bunch and a bunch. So what? Because we only watch it once a year. What was like a was? Did it seem kind of new to you again this year? Like, were there certain parts of the movies where you're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that happens." Not really. Not really. And a little bit. A few. Yeah. Well, you know, and as you get older, you start to understand more, and and everything starts to make a little bit more sense. Even though like the movies make sense to you now, you start to realize like, "Oh, that's why they were torturing Han," uh, you know, and and or that's why Darth Vader. I did realized this thing. a few of that last you know? year, but I realized a lot of it this year. I yeah. Think. Yeah. 
I realized that I never realized that they were torturing Han because of because he didn't pay the money. I just thought they did it for on Cloud City. You mean? Yeah. They, oh, the, it was it was to get Luke to come. That was why the Empire was torturing sense. Han to get Luke to come. Also, what? Boba Fett wanted him because he didn't pay the money, right? That's why Boba Fett, yes, Boba Fett's job was to get Han for, well, you know, Boba Fett was working for two different people, right? He was working for the Empire, and he was working for Jabba. He was probably getting paid by the Empire to lead them to where the Falcon is, right? But then he was going to get paid by Jabba to bring Han to Jabba, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so he probably made so a, basically, a lot of money there, and then two, he died. <laughs> yeah, so basically, like, two money payments yep. for one mission. Kind and of, yeah. It's a smart bounty hunter. Five minutes later. Boom, bang, bam. Sarlacc. He got sarlacc Boom, bang, bam. I'm really happy that we got to watch Rogue One in the chronological order because we always watch chronologically. So we actually, like, when we went to the theater, it was actually in between watching uh, episode three and four, which is pretty cool. Well, yeah, I did, but it it was really nice that it worked out that way. Uh, And next year, are we going to be able to watch eight movies before we go to episode eight or not? Because we will will have eight movies on DVD. Eight movies. Wow. Wow. So I think we can finally lift our ban of Star Wars movies throughout the year. I think I think you kids are old enough now that it's up to you when you want to watch them. I think we'll do... Did I just hear the words that came <laughs> out of your mouth? You just, yes, this is a surprise to you, I know. What was the words that just came out of your mouth? Say the words that again. just came out of my mouth were, were you not listening, Liam? Uh, <laughs> were that I think we can finally say that uh, the Star Wars movies will not just be a yearly tradition uh, and that if you want to watch them at other times throughout the year, that that would be fine with me. Like, at home, not at I other think, people's houses. Exactly. I think that you're old enough and, and that you have enough uh, self-control and, uh, and that, you know, that, that it won't be just all Star Wars all the time. Because that's one of the things that I worried about. I didn't want it to don't get... Worry, don't worry. We'll put a lot of Harry Potter in there. Well, you watch a lot of Harry Potter, too, <laughs> yes, right? So. Yippee! Yeah. I love Harry Potter. <laughs> you're welcome, bud. <laughs> Uh, very, very late I Christmas. I love my daddy. Oh, thanks. I love my oh, daddy, too. That counted oh, as a Christmas oh. present. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, wait, what? Do you hear that? What is that sound? Huh? I don't oh. know. It's... It sounds it's weird. Our, it's I our What's That Sound segment. Listen. listen. That's oh. right. Um, so we're, this is our little, little mini segment where we talk about, uh, oh my gosh... That notification noise was, uh, ooh, Evan going in Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> I'll have to wait for he'll have to, he'll have to go after the after the episode here. And beat him. And beat him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we just started the game, so I, I'm not beating him yet, but, you know, it'll happen. Okay, so what's that sound? This is, this is uh, to anyone who's uh, new listening. You know, we just talk about the sounds of Star Wars and kind of... Uh, you know how they how they made those, and actually, uh, we're gonna have a different kind of what's that sound today because this one is not from the Sounds of Star Wars by J.W. Rinsler. This comes to us from Empire Magazine, and it's not really a sound; it's a uh, word, a one a single word, and uh, it this is it is hope. hope. That's right. And Empire Magazine confirms that the hope that we hear Princess Leia say at the end of Rogue One is from A New Hope. It is from the time in A New Hope when she says hope, which is, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you are my only hope. They, right? they use that exact thing? I think they used her saying hope. I'm pretty sure that's the hope. Was there Were there other times when she said hope? I don't think there were. Maybe there were, maybe there weren't. I'm not sure. I don't think there were. Yeah. So... That was from, and that was from Empire Magazine. They had a few other interesting behind-the-scenes things that I wanted to just say really quick since we're talking about uh, Empire Magazine. The first draft of Rogue One had an opening crawl. Pretty cool. Uh, and basically what it said was what we got in that first, you know, 10, 15 minutes of the movie uh, 
with Young Jin. And uh, also there are versions of the movie where the scene transitions are wipes, like in the saga films. Do you guys know what the wipes are? Yeah, it basically swipes things yeah. off it. So mm-hmm. it looks... When it goes from scene to scene. Or sometimes it's like a circle that closes or opens, right? When it goes from... Or it wipes left or wipes right or wipes up or down, right? That's how the scene transitions. Well, Rogue One did not have those, right? But there is a version of the movie that when they edited it together, they did put those wipes in there to see how they'd look. And they ended up deciding to not go with them because they wanted it to feel like a different movie, right? not one of the saga films. I, I, I support them in that decision. I think the movie uh, wipes would have been kind of weird. Maybe. I don't know. Would have been a little different. I think the wipes make it feel more like a storybook, you know, like you're reading a book. Uh, and make you feel like you're in it, right? Well, kind of. Yeah. And I think like the, the saga films feel more like a, like a fairy tale. Right. So I like I like the the wipes work there I think. Um, also, uh, Gareth Edwards said that he is in the movie, the director, uh, toward the end, but he won't say where. <laughs> uh-huh. My guess is he's probably one of the uh, the rebel soldiers that gets killed by Vader. Oh why? <laughs> he gets Vadered, maybe. I'm not sure. What would we'll have to look close. Us? I don't know. He didn't want to say. I'm not sure why. <laughs> maybe maybe it's because he didn't want to say that he got killed. <laughs> that could be. That could be. So funny, right? we'll uh, we'll link to that uh, kind of a list of cool things that Empire Magazine learned uh, by talking and reporting on uh, Rogue One. I almost forgot the name of the movie. Uh, <laughs> How uh, could you? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we did watch The Force Awakens recently. I did say The Force uh, Awakens, but I was talking about Rogue One. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, too. Yeah, I was going to say, too, that when we watched The Force Awakens... Uh, it was the one movie I think that your mom watched the whole one with us while while we watched it. And she even she was had us cheering. She even she happened to be out of the room when Ray got the lightsaber. Uh, she told she us to it. rewind it because she loved that part. <laughs> yeah, so we much. had to rewind it, and then she cheered when she defeated uh, Kylo. <laughs> oh, I love it. And she's not it. that into it's, Star Wars. It's obviously your mom's favorite Star Wars. Obviously, movie. <laughs> yes. All and right. then when I, I when I was like. This is probably a favorite Star Wars movie. She was like, well, Ray's awesome. You can't doubt that. Mm, that's true. Yeah, so here's where we usually go to the news, but instead we're going to go to that special report that Nick sent us from the Star Wars Identities exhibit. So this is like a an exhibit that has... Well, he's going to tell us about it in this report. So let's just listen instead of me uh, explaining. We're going to listen to it. Here we go. It's New Year's Eve. And we're on the tube, and we're going to the Star Wars Identities exhibition at the O2 Arena. We're at the O2 Arena, which is a massive stadium in London, in Greenwich, which is where we get our time for some reason. And it's absolutely huge. It looks like someone's poked a couple of yellow sticks through a paper, but um, we're currently walking through it, walking through the different restaurants, and we're going to be at the Identities exhibition very soon. Um, there's some very amazing artwork here. It's um, pictures of Star Wars characters, but it's made out of images, so there's a Darth Vader with a Death Star inside him. It's a little stormtrooper here. It's uh, Dylan. Hello, Dylan. Hello. He's got a very cool stormtrooper outfit. We're looking at some costumes and props, and we had to pick our species to find out our Star's identity, and I picked Zabrak. Well, you have to press your wristband against a sensor next to the name of the species. There was Zabrak, Trandoshan, uh, Rodian, uh, loads of um, common Star Wars species. And um, at the moment, we're just outside a very cool-looking costume exhibition, and the, one of the guides told us that all the props here on all the costumes are complete originals. So there's a Ponda Barber head that was used in A New Hope. It's really cool. They have the original uh, R2-D2, which Kenny Baker went in, in A New Hope. And they also have all the droids from Jabba's Palace. Um, they have C- the original C-3PO. Uh, original Stormtrooper helmets from 1976 and a B-1 battle droid from 1998. I think it's pretty amazing how they have all these 
original droids and stormtroopers and they also have a force awakens first order stormtrooper and and the original boba fett outfit and the original bb8 it's so cool it makes me feel quite nostalgic um that these are actually costumes that they actually used people were inside them on set rest in peace kenny baker looking at lots of different stormtrooper outfits and there's some helmets that they used in A New Hope and they have a kind of green tint to their eyes which I haven't seen before it's really cool the white's kind of yellow now because of how old it is and they're quite um, bashed around and they've got quite a lot of nicks and uh, stains on because of how they're 40 years old so it's amazing that they're actually here and um, there's also a first order stormtrooper and actually looking at them you realize how differently built they are the outfits they're very different obviously the first order one is a lot better built you can see that from looking at it we've seen the models of of yoda from 1979 i think they filmed it then and it was so cool he's so tiny i never realized how small he was he's about three feet tall and then we saw chewy he's about eight eight and a half feet tall he was huge and at the moment we're just downloading our personalities onto our identity and through each um part of our identity we have to pick so i picked for my occupation i picked bounty hunter and we we just add to our identity throughout the whole exhibition and at the end we're going to find out who we are we are standing in front of the original Darth Vader suit. It's amazing. It's just like the movies, but we're standing about two feet away from it. You can see his lightsaber on his belt, his mask, you can see his controls. It's actually, actually incredible. Amazing. It all looks like it's made of cardboard to me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's like well, When you get up close, you realize that a lot of it is just yeah. pro it's props, it's not real. Obviously, yeah, I mean, I've noticed the, that on the, Luke's costume as yeah, well. That it, like the buttons were just made of cardboard. They're not real buttons. The belt's made of cardboard, I think. So, so, so his controls and his his helmet's made of plastic, though. The helmet looks good. Yeah, the helmet looks good. It's so cool. Right. So, what character did you end up being? I ended up being a Zabrak from Camino, called TK, and I'm a bounty hunter. Oh, no. the, the pull was too strong <gasps> I chose the light side I was an Ewok called Fluffy well that says something doesn't it which character Shit. appeared behind you which Star Wars character um, uh, Boba Fett and mine was Leia Yoda mine was Yoda I chose to be an Ewok called Chimp who is a Jedi Knight and very strong with the force uh, Matt, which hero were you? Did you first of all did you choose the light or the dark? I obviously chose the dark side, and I was. And um, he was an e he was a Wookiee called Squidgy Bum Bum. Force is strong in me. We're in the gift shop at the end of the exhibition. We've had a great time. Uh, lots of Leia in the exhibition wasn't there, which was good because we're all still very sad about Carrie Fisher. So, what have you discovered now? We're in the gift shop. Um, we've looked everywhere and the only Leia merchandise we could find was a cup with her face on it and then we went up to the lady at the counter and we asked do you know where there was some Leia stuff and the only thing she could show us was a poster for Return of the Jedi which had her on it and that was it and so that turns out that there was only one thing in the shop that only had Leia on it and that was a mug yeah but then also what did the and, poster of Tony and the poster have her in? What had her in the gold bra so I think that it's really typical and they should have some more Leia stuff and they do have some Padme but Personally, I prefer legs. Pad may never get involved in like any of the fights or anything. So I think that that's just really annoying and... A bit disappointing. Yes. All right, but we've had a good time apart from that, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Really good. Which way are we going? We just come out of the Identities exhibition and there was a book of condolences for Carrie Fisher and there were some really nice comments in there. 
thank you for listening to our report. It's been really fun recording for you. Thank you so much. Um, bye. All right. Well, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That sounds like yeah. something that you guys would love going to. <laughs> It's in London. It's in London, yeah. Should we fly to London and go? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Of course. All right. So I'll, I'll book a flight and... No, of course we're not. <laughs> <laughs> what? But hey, maybe maybe it'll come to, uh, you know, um, Minneapolis or St. Paul oh at some God. point. Very it unlikely. It, it could. We don't know. I, I think they would get ruined if it went across the ocean. Oh, no, no, no. I think, I think the Identities exhibit is going to be in the United States. At some point, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's really like cool. If North Dakota, we would go, right? If North the, it would not be in North Dakota. If it's in Minnesota, if it would be in Minneapolis. If, if it's in Chicago, would we go? Uh, maybe. Yes. Maybe. We would. We would maybe take a yes, trip to Chicago would. to go, yeah. We would. Yeah, maybe. We would. It's only six hours away. So thank you, Nick, for, for uh, recording that. And we are going to be talking to Nick, actually, next next week. Uh, he's going to be calling in. So we're going to actually get to talk to him live and uh, get some more of his thoughts on the Identities exhibit and and just, you know, talk to him about uh, Star Wars goings-on, like uh, Rogue One and all that good stuff. So I look forward to talking to Nick again. And, uh, yeah, this Identities exhibit is really cool. He, he described it, but I just wanted to kind of, like, say that I think he has a wristband, and then you, you pick who you want to be and your wristband saves it, I think, or you scan your wristband. Oh, maybe that's it. You scan your wristband. I don't know. Nick can explain to us how it works, but, um, but then at the end, you know, after you've picked all these things, it tells you, you know, who you are. And Nick actually sent us his, his bio. Um, and he sent us a lot of great photos, which we're going to put up on the website, but also sent us this, uh, website basically that they give you, they give you, uh, a full biography of your character. So he's a TK, he's a male Zabrak. And it says, like, it even says his story. It says, I was raised on the ocean planet Camino, right? And it, it gives this whole story about how his parents required discipline, but uh, gave him support when he needed it. And uh, he crash landed one time on a strange planet, and uh, the force is strong with him. So he wasn't surprised when the Emperor tracked him down. And he, when he offered me limitless power in exchange for my allegiance, I leapt at the chance and turned eagerly to the dark side. <laughs> oh no, Nick. I don't know. Well, that's not... Yeah, it's TK did that, so... Hmm. But now we know what would happen if someone offered you unlimited power, I guess. You would turn to the dark side to do that. Sorry, I mean, Nick. Right. Well, no, it, it's, you know... Gotta make peace. We gotta make peace with who we are, you know? Uh, <laughs> Does he no. write? Did he write that? No, that that's something that they kind of gave him, I think, based on all of but his did answers. He want to, like, <laughs> I think I think he did choose the dark side. Yes, based on all of his answers and everything, maybe it chose the dark side for him. We'll we'll find out when we talk to him next week. But thank you so much, Nick, and we can't wait to talk to you uh, next week. So, yeah, um, but just like talking about identities, like I always thought that. You know, I talked about this last week when we were remembering Carrie Fisher and, and Princess Leia and how, for me, every member of my family was a different Star Wars character in my mind. Like, I just automatically did that. Like, my mom was Mon Mothma. Totally, right? Redhead. <laughs> yeah, pale skin. I mean, like, like kinda, she even Mon looked Mothma. like Mon Mothma when she was younger. Um, when my mom was younger, she looked like <laughs> Mon Mothma. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my dad was, of course, Darth Vader. Of course he was. Um, <laughs> uh, but also sometimes my oldest brother was right. And then, you know, my sister was Leia and then my brother Dave was Han because Dave's just Han Solo. Dave's not Luke. Who is He's Matt? Han. And Mike was Luke cause Mike's Luke. I, I don't know. He just is. And I was C-3PO and Matt was Chewie. And I don't know why. Um, I, I work with this woman who says that every day of the week has a different color in her mind, and to her, Monday has always been red. Right? These these are just like associated. Same with me for for what? some letters. Oh, for some letters. What? Yeah. How? Like A is red for me. A is red. Same. Yeah. And then what? And then B is blue. Red. B is what? B is Same. blue. Oh, okay. How about G? Hmm. Hmm. But A and B at least are red and blue. Yes. For sure. Okay. With He's some letters. kind of yellow. Oh, K's day. purple. K is purple? Yeah. Why? I don't know. G's yellow. <laughs> G's yellow. What? Oh my I gosh. I think G's green. Anyway. 
<laughs> anyway, oh. so it's interesting how like our brains kind of really? lock into these patterns and You're associations. C-3PO? I'm C-3PO. Uh, I am. Everybody you picked to be C-3PO? I didn't. Hey, I didn't choose C-3PO. C-3PO chose me, okay? <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, you don't... I, it, it wasn't my choice. But That's C-3PO just who I was. C-3PO isn't alive. I mean, the actor for C-3PO But C-3PO worried a lot, and he always had something to say, and he didn't really do anything, but he was always there. And that was me and my family. You don't do anything? Yeah, right. That was me with my brothers and my sister. I was always the one who was there, you know, trying to making funny Max, comments. Max, and Max's uh, favorite character is Chewbacca. Is, is he? Yeah, is it? Well, he... He does a, I think it is, and he does a really good Chewbacca. Voice. He does good. He does do a good Chewie. Well, when we all pretended, you know, Star Wars, like he was, he was Chewie. Um, Were yeah. you C-3PO? Uh, yes, I was. <laughs> I was C three PO. Did you have a blaster and a? No, I just stood there and said, "Oh, I don't think this is a good idea." Like seriously, that's what that's what I did. That's who I am. It. It is my lot in life to suffer. Like that's just okay. Okay, that was when you were younger. That's <laughs> not still, you now. I still feel like C three PO. I still. I haven't. I haven't made that association I'm for Han. you. You're Han. Okay. I think so. Who are you, Anna? I don't know who I am, but did you sometimes think that your oldest brother kind of acted like Obi Wan? Yeah, maybe a little bit. He was the the mentor kind of. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know who mommy is? Well, let's She's see. If I'm C-3PO, she'd be R2-D2, I guess? Mommy's not are, R2-D2. Are C-3PO and R2-D2, are they, are they droid married? Maybe? Mon Mothman <laughs> and Darth Vader are. Are they? No, they're not. That is very true. So I don't think your dad seems like Darth Vader. No, I of think course he he's not, but he was my father. <laughs> like Anakin Skywalker. Oh, he's Anakin. Kind okay, of. Sure. Yeah. He seems like... Well... <laughs> Mommy, I think it's a Leia. Yeah. I think I'm a Han mm. or a Chewie. Mm-hmm. Who do you think I am? I think she's a Ray. And Anna's a Ray. Yeah. Cool. Actually, I think she's a Jin. A Jin. Oh. Well, who would you rather be, Anna, Ray or Jin? I mean, who do you feel like you're most like? I don't know. No, you don't. But I know I like Ray better. Yeah. I like Ray better. Uh huh. Well, I like scavenging. It, I don't it, know. Clearly, it, it seems I was like stuff in the ground, like digging. It seems like Ray would be easier to be a friend with. Yeah. Right. Jin's had a really hard life, yeah. and it's maybe like not as much to. And a um, lot of people say that I make them friends really quick. Oh. So I guess I'm Ray. Oh, I see. Jin yeah, Ray doesn't does. seem really nice. I mean. She well, Jin's very protective. Um, she she and and I'm reading the novelization. Right, she was abandoned. She felt abandoned by her father. Even though he was taken, right? But she still felt abandoned, and then by her mother, and then she was abandoned by by her mom too. And she was, and then she was abandoned by Saw. She left her, you know, and so she has a really hard time trusting people. She doesn't want to make friends. She has a hard time making friends and trusting people because that's the life she's had. So, anyway, identities. I mean, this is like this is something we actually talk about a lot when we talk about star Wars is like, I, you know, we view our world through the lens of star Wars and, and who are you? Are you a Jedi? Are you, uh, you know, a smuggler, you know, are you someone who, who tries to be, you know, who tries to help others like a Jedi would, who do you think um, I am? You know, huh? I think you're a, I think you're a Jawa. <laughs> well, yeah. You're always collecting stuff. You're hoarding. I mean, look at your bedroom. That looks like the Jawa, the insides of a Jawa's sand crawler. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> you got like broken down y- droids in there. I don't think they have Yoda posters. You got like a white clown droid in the corner of your bedroom. Man. I'm pretty sure you're a Jawa. <laughs> what? No, literally. <laughs> the clown droid, right? The one that looks Daddy. like a clown. <laughs> Daddy. Yes, I think I'm a um. I don't think I'm a Jedi or, um, I don't think I'm, um, what? No, I'm not a princess. You're a princess. No, 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 no. You're a, okay, fine. Maybe you're not a princess. I don't. You're better than a princess. I don't think I'm You're a queen. I don't think, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm in the rebellion, but I don't think I'm a Jedi. Uh 
But I think I associate with the rebellion and have my own little group that mm. kind of helps out, but oh. isn't in the rebellion. Mm. I am partisan. Leah William's yeah. partisan. William Oh Grace. Anna's <laughs> partisan. That's oh goodness. Alright. Well Wait. <laughs> no, literally. What do you think I am? I don't know, Liam. I haven't I don't associate I think you're you with part the... smuggler, part Jedi. Yeah, that sounds right. I think you're a scavenger, part scavenger, part Jedi. You're a scavenger Jedi. I'm a smuggler too. You're a smuggler? Why? Why? What makes you a smuggler? I don't know. You I'm think, rogue. You're rogue? You think you're really cool? And that's what smugglers are? <laughs> Come on, you can say it. It's okay. What? <laughs> what? You don't think you're cool? I think I'm cool. Okay. I don't think I'm really cool. Like. No? You don't go like, I'm Liam Nowatsky, like Han Solo. You don't point to yourself. I'm Liam. Hey, You never me. heard? Hey, it's me. <laughs> hey, it's oh me. Oh my gosh. Well, this is, this is, this identity ta- well, tangent rogue. is I'm fantastic. I'm really rogue. I am rogue. Okay. All right. So you there go, you, know. you go your own way. Is that what that means? Like Batman. Yeah? You work alone? Stay on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. All right, so we're we're uh, we're going to kind of gloss over news and canon news really quick. We're just going to do them all at once, um, really quick. Uh, not a ton in news. One thing I wanted to say, I think I forgot, I never mentioned, um, and I didn't really know about it until recently. There is going to be a Jin Urso young adult novel coming out. Mm? Yeah, which is going to be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. I, I, I hope. You meant, I thought you were going to say a Jin Urso standalone movie. Mm, well, we just I had just... that. <laughs> But yeah, maybe what? a younger well, Rogue One was pretty much a Jin Erso standalone movie. I mean, it was about her; she was the main character. But um, but this book, I believe, I hope, is going to focus on her time with Saw, um, because it can't be after Rogue One, and it's not a Rogue One novel. It's probably so. It has to be sixteen, right? Maybe well, when she's sixteen is when he leaves her. So the time between when he abandons her and so when she's like she nine. Joins I think she's like the best. I don't know. Right. So when she's, she's the like best working in the group. Yeah, maybe it'll yeah. end with him leaving her. That'd be pretty cool. That would um, be cool. The novelization deals a little more with her. She asks actually one of the partisans on Jedi. She she talks to this woman, I believe, and she says, like, you know, how about is this person still around or or how's this person? You know, like she's asking about her old um, maybe not friends, but her old Polly. compatriots, right? People that she worked with, um, like, and feeling kind of bad about been, not knowing what happened to them, and all of them are dead. Like, some of them died. They were all they were all dead. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. If they were alive, they died. Probably. Well, then they did. Yeah. But so some escaped. Some people escaped. Yeah. I think I think maybe they did. I'm not sure. And we know that our our rebels did, but. We're not sure whether or not uh, the partisans really? did. Well, the ones we followed through the movie, yes. Um, so, yeah, so there's that book, and then there's the Bays and Chirrut book. Uh, the, those were both coming out in May, which we'll have to wait a little while for those, but I'm really looking forward to them. No. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, Thrawn's coming out in April, I believe. So, really, or maybe March? Yeah, I should have written that down, but I didn't. <laughs> I should have written that down. All right. Also in news, uh, Gareth Edwards explained in an io9 interview. I think it was, it was, I saw this on io9. You know what? Let me double check really quick here. Uh, oh, he was speaking at the Director's Guild screening of the film, and there was a podcast called The Director's Cut, so that's where they heard it from. Um, so io9 reported on this, but it came out of this podcast called The Director's Cut. So so you just saw, when I was looking at the website, you saw that one scene in the very first trailer of Jin in that Imperial tunnel, and she's got her Imperial gear on, and she kind of looks, you know, and she's crouching down. It's not in the movie at all, right? And there's so many scenes that we saw in that first trailer, and even in in later trailers, so many scenes that weren't in the movie, like the one of uh, Krennic just standing there with like the the map behind him, kind of, and he's got his blaster in front of him, um, and the one of him walking through the water with his cape kind of tra- trailing behind him on the water, right? A lot of those things. So Gareth Edwards explained that they they had this thing on set called Indie Hour, where at the end of shooting every day. They'd take an hour and they would just shoot random stuff. 
with with you know with the camera. They'd just take random scenes that weren't in the script, weren't going to be in the movie. They would just kind of have fun and take just random shots. So when the when the trailer company was making the trailer, they said, you know, hey, send us all these, send us all the footage you have, and we'll make a really good trailer for you. Well, that was included. Those shots were included. But that totally I know. Took I, us. Know. Like, I know. They would like like. They would just go in awesome poses and stuff like the actors. Sure, yeah. Like they would take slow motion videos. <laughs> Maybe, and yeah. Stuff and just kind of goof around for an fun. hour, yeah. Yeah, which like is a really the, good idea. Like in this trailer, we see some people. They they have clothing on, but they're putting leaves, and they use like a big leaf on their head for a hat. Like, and they're all just. Oh, that was in down. that was in the behind the scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the like uh, they're all just the having fun at two. Yeah, like. yeah, that's right. Yes, well, that that's just, yeah, making a movie, right? I mean, there's a lot of time when you're not, you, you know, you're just sitting around waiting for your scene to come. I want to actor when I grow up. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Well. I think I would be a really good actor. Yeah. I it's am. a hard life, but it's also, it, But guess you know, what? Yeah. So you go to awesome places to mm-hmm. shoot yeah. shots, and half of it is staying there having fun, like a vacation almost. It's awesome. Yeah, but what also, about... Also, you get a bit meet new people. Sure. Make new friends. Sure. Acting is fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I mean... And you get to be seen by a lot of people. A lot of times it takes a ton of work, and, and you got to work for and a long time before Star anyone Wars. ever... I want to be in a Star Wars movie. Before anyone ever notices you. But yeah, you want to be in a Star Wars movie. Is that a goal in your life? Huh. Yeah? Well... A goal of mine, too. Okay, well, you both better start getting in some acting classes. Oh, that's yeah, right. we should start acting in some plays because you haven't done any of that yet. But uh, I've been acting in one play. You'll need to start now. Yeah, you the did the Helen Keller play. You're right. I did at school. That's true. I've been act. I almost acted in a play. Yeah, we did so much on one mm-hmm. play at school. Yep, and then it fizzled. We cancels it. Yep. So you've already been subject to, uh, you know, drama, drama, drama. Hmm. All right. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that explains why we saw a lot of those things in the trailer and didn't see them in the movie. Um, and really quick, uh, really quick canon news. Uh, so the Re- the Rebel Alliance used the assistance of former Separatist advisors. So, oh. so some, so I think a lot, and actually I'm pretty sure in the visual guide, I think it says that Cassian grew up on a separatist world and when he started fighting he it was as a separatist um so it's interesting to me that the the rebellion uh, has some separatist roots to it which makes sense because like it was Cassie and Andor. Yeah, because they were already, you I know, separatists were already fighting the republic and the republic became the empire so it makes sense I guess that you know what was the separatists part of that became the rebel alliance. Which and some people kind of flips it on its head. Just went. Bah. Oh, they died. And died. Who? What do you mean? Like some people in the separatists. Oh well, died. sure. Like the whole separatist war council on Mustafar. Yeah. They all died. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yep. of Anakin. At the hand of Jin's lightsaber. Jin. At the hand of Ra- at the hands of Ray's lightsaber. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think what we're going to do now is go and review The Ghosts of Geonosis, which is, uh, you know, we just watched those two Rebels episodes, and we're going to review those. So if you haven't watched those, you could just uh, stop listening right now, because that's going to be the end of the episode, basically. So, um, yeah, let's let's talk about Ghosts of Geonosis, because we've been talking about Rebels, we've been talking about Saw, and this these two episodes have both of those, so... What do you guys think of these two episodes? What do you think? They were good. They were good. Yep. Uh, what do you think of Saw in these compared to Saw in Rogue One, Anna? Um, I don't know. You don't know. Saw in Rogue One and Saw in these weren't very different. weren't very different. How about Saw you? Saw was a lot. He was a lot more kiddish. Kiddish in this one. Like, in, in Rebels, he, he's like he laughs about things a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Like, things that are actually funny. Uh-huh. But in there, he just laughs at things that aren't funny. He just in, laughs in for Rebels? fun. No, no. In, in the Rogue movie, One? he just... Yeah, in Rogue w- One. When does he laugh in Rogue One? He just... He does it all oh, the time. He's like... 
when he says lies, more lies, and then he starts laughing. Oh. It's so weird. I don't... What's funny about that? He laughs. And he's, like, huh. going mad. It's like... I can't imagine that. him laughing in Rogue One, but maybe it's more of, like, huh, you know, like, where he's, like, scoffing, kind of? I don't know. No, he's, like... Well, maybe, huh. but he laughs at funny things. Oh. In Rebels. Oh, sure. In Rogue One, he just laughs at random things. <laughs> he just right. laughs for fun. It seems like in Does Rogue... Does that seem familiar? <laughs> That's me. That's you, yeah. I laugh for fun all the time. Oh, okay. Well, it seems like in, in Rebels, he he has a little bit of humor left to him, right? Like, his hum- like it seems like he actually... He can talk to people a little easier. I mean, part of that's because his voice actually works, right? Um, he doesn't have whatever problem he has. He and, still uh, had something around his neck, though. Well, that was just, like, armor, I think. Yeah. This is armor, yeah. So, I, I found it interesting that Rex knew that Saw was the focus of their mission. Like, Rex was in on that high-level command decision to send Saw. Because when they find Saw, then Saw He's- says... Well, he is, um, he's six. No, he's seven. He's number seven of the group. So, uh, yeah. Rex is number, he's right. like, he's, a the recent... last, he's the last person that came in the group. Right, but he must but be, he must be involved with the high command of the Rebel Alliance. That's what I'm saying. So Rex knew that Saw was there. None of the other Rebels did, except for Hera. Right. And then when, when they see Saw on the planet, Saw says, ah, oh, you decided to come to Geonosis after all. So, like, Rex was talking to Saw about Saw going to Geonosis before. We just didn't see it. So, it seems like Rex has a pretty high rank in, in the Alliance, in the Rebel Alliance. And I didn't think that. I just thought he was just kind of tagging along with the, with the Ghost crew. But he seems to know quite a bit. That, that surprised me. I would like to. I'd like to know, like, what his place is in the chain of command. Is he above Hera? Is he right below Hera in the chain of command? I don't know. Really interesting. Well, wouldn't the Jedi be like first? Well, I don't think Kanan and Ezra are though. No, because they they it's aren't. not just you know that whole like uh, being generals just because you're Jedi thing kind of went out with the Republic. You know, like that was the case in the Republic. You know, but now that's not the case with the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. So I really loved when, uh, (laughs) uh, the best, one of the best lines I think in the whole thing was when Kanan jumped across the big, huge chasm and saw says, Oh, I forget they can do that. (laughs) And Rex goes, yeah, but he's no Skywalker. I heard that. (laughs) Yeah. That was really good. Um, Oh, I'm sure Kanan knows who Anakin Skywalker was. He was one of the most famous Jedi, right? He was very, you know, he fought. He was a Clone War hero. So, um, yeah. So then Ezra communicates with Click Clack, which is pretty cool. And he calls him Click Clack, which is cute. Uh, so, you know, at first Click Clack seems like he's going to be, you know, an enemy. But then, of course, he's he's really afraid. Um, and he Ezra... friend. I like how Ezra... Yeah, well... Kind of, right? I like how Ezra uses his his connection, right? That's one thing that Ezra has. He can connect. But Kanan had it, too. Well, Kanan taught Ezra how to do it, but I think Ezra can do it better than Kanan now, right? I mean, we saw it even in season one when, when Ezra connected with Mama Fearnock, right? And then he can connect with uh, Lothcats, and what else do we see him connect with? Oh, the Purgle, right? Yeah. 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 The Purgle, the space squid whale. Oh, yeah. Who, who has hyperspace capabilities <laughs> in season two? When does he do that? Um, why? why? Why does he do it? He's trying to save them from those my, the mining guild. Remember, the mining guild oh, yeah. was mad at the Purgle because they were stealing their Tabana gas. Is that right? Um, am I remembering Pretty that sure correctly? Possibly. Um, yeah. So, so it's interesting because Click Clack tells them well how many times? Two times? Three times? About the Death Star? In the only way Click Clack knows. By drawing it, right? And mm-hmm. if if only Click Clack could speak basic. That's it. That's the only thing that stopped them from knowing. And they all interpreted it differently, right? Like Ezra thought it was the the egg and and uh 
I figured out a lot of other, other they people. They thought it was the, the poison yeah. canisters, right? And I thought there was one other... Oh, and then Rex, when he first saw it, thought it was maybe Geonosis in the ring around Geonosis, right? Mm-hmm. So there's three different yeah. ways they interpreted it, and they were all wrong. That's not what Click Clack meant, but that's what they saw, right? Are you sure the that's not inside like... the circle? But then I would make something shoot out of it, a planet, and caboose. <laughs> and the planet blowing up, yeah. Yeah, that would be a... Yeah, well, you know, it's possible that the Geonosians didn't even know exactly what they were working on, right? Just that it was a big space station that looked like this, right? They might not have known what it was for, possibly. Um, but it's pretty cool because... For blowing up planets. Right. So it's really interesting because language barrier is a huge thing in our world, right? Like, you, if you can't understand what someone's saying, then that can that can go really badly, right? Like, uh, especially if it's, like, two... Like, imagine you're, uh, you know, a group, and then you meet another group, and... And, 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 and you think they're saying bad things to you, but actually they're complimenting you, but you don't know. And, and, you know, this happened a lot. This happens a lot. I mean, wars were started this way back in, in, in human history, right? Like not understanding each other, not being able to understand each other's language, not being able to communicate and say, you know, this is how I feel about this. And this is why I feel this way. You know, if you can't do that, then you have nothing to, to share. Right. But if you can, if everybody can understand each other equally, this world would be so much better, you know? We'd live in such a better place, right? Um, so that whole language barrier is a huge deal, and, and it's really interesting, and I like, I like seeing it in Rebels. I shouldn't have different language. I'm not saying that, no. I love that, there's, like I love that there's different languages in this world. Um, because different languages, actually, you can, you can explore different parts of the human experience with different languages. Like some languages have more words for other things and some languages don't even have a word for, you know, uh, a certain emotion. And then another language might have the right word to, to describe this emotion that another language doesn't even have a word for, right? Which is awesome. It's so cool that we've like figured out all these different ways of talking about and, 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 and interacting with reality basically, right? With our existence. Um, so no, I love I love diversity of language. I think it's very important to preserve languages for that reason and for also the reason of, you know, people passing on their heritage, right? Um, but if there was a, well, like in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is a series of books, there's a thing called the babblefish. And you put the babblefish in your ear and the fish automatically translates whatever anyone says to you, right? Mm. And, and then you, uh, you know, you will hear the the words that you understand that's which cool. is a really cool idea um and actually there's i just saw it's online a babble fish babble fish yes uh <laughs> yeah yeah babble fish well babble that fish. That, tra- that goes back to the a biblical story called the tower of babel but we won't get into that um yes uh and the word babel comes from that of course uh babel as in babbling which is what I'm doing right now. So I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> so yes, language barrier important. I like that, that it causes this problem in star Wars or that, you know, if it wasn't for that barrier, things would have gone easier possibly. Right. I loved seeing Stila too. Oh, Stila Guerrera. I miss her so much. Why couldn't she have lived and saw died? I don't know. you <sighs> I think she would have been a better rebel. <laughs> she would have. Yeah. I mean, I still, you know, I, I have a soft spot for Saw. I do. Um, but I think Stila would have been so much better. Stila uh, would have been much yeah. better. So, uh, really quick note to the Imperial Captain. Her name, and I, how awesome was it that it was a woman of color as an Imperial Captain? It's about time, Rebels. A woman have, of color. It's about time... Rebels. Yes. yes, I know. Ridiculous that it took this long, but here's hoping that we'll see What's her more. Name? What's her, name? her name is Captain Brunson. Brunson. Brunson, which That's is an awesome. Name. I love that it wasn't Ray Sloan, because Ray Sloan is a really cool and awesome Imperial character. And you who loved that? Why you wanted her? In- because this person was not. She was actually kind of inept she didn't do a good job uh ray sloan would have 
and killed, she killed died. them all. Well, we don't know that she died. She was probably stranded on Geonosis. We didn't see her die. True. Yeah, she was stranded. Called the Empire. Yeah, like, hey, come get me. Yep. So, so Click Clack has a egg, and it's an egg of a queen. So, Liam, does that mean that there's going to be a queen that's alive on Geonosis? And what queen could that be? What queen did we see on Geonosis after this time period? After A New Hope, before The Empire Strikes Back? I don't know. In the Vader comic. Do you remember? The Geonosian queen in the Vader comic? That Vader killed. That Vader ended up, we think, killing, yes. At least slicing the tail off of, right? I think... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, the person we saw, Uh Click Clack was the queen, right? No, Click Clack's not, Click Clack's just a drone, like just a regular old Geonosian. That egg was a queen egg. So that was an egg that, of a a Geonosian that would eventually become a queen. So Pablo Hidalgo had basically, basically confirmed, kind of, without really saying it, that that is the egg that becomes the queen that we see in the Vader comic. Which is so cool. Because I always had that question. If all of the Genosans were dead, then how could there be a queen, you know, four or five years later? Right? Well, now we know. And the story group is awesome. Thank you, story group. (laughs) Yeah, you are so smart. I love... Smart. Yeah. Really smart. I really love the line from Saw. I think Saw had some pretty good lines. Like when he calls the Jedi soft. He's like, you're soft. And, you know, we lost this war... We lost the last war because of you, and I'm not going to let us let it happen again. You know, I really like that, even though I don't necessarily agree with Sagarera, but I understand where he's coming from. But I love when he said, "We are in a war, and war is loss. Like we will lose things, life will be lost." You know, and he goes, "I don't." A lot of people in this rebellion don't want to admit it, but we're in a war. You know, he's pretty realistic about all of it. Um, I, I have. I have to say this this episode these two episodes actually helped me understand Saw better and think of him as less um, as a little more of a good guy you know I never thought of him as a bad guy but now I think of him as a little little more of a good guy I understand where he's coming from and of course we all laughed when Sabine said stupid sand gets everywhere which is <laughs> it's coarse and it's rough and it clogs my blasters. Uh, and how sabine with the jetpack kicking butt was sick yeah it was sick Anna. Uh is that right yeah i heard i heard kaden kaden was like what's she doing (laughs) like what's she doing what's so awesome up here i wish you could see (laughs) yeah yeah she's just kicking butt that's all (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what if ezra said to him Kicking butt. Kicking. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so, um, at the end, there's kind of like a nice, uh, really, they really sum it up pretty good. Um, where Hera says that Saw has proved that he's not the Empire. Actually, let's just listen to the clip here. We still don't know what the Empire was building on Geonosis. Maybe not, but they can't keep it hidden forever. We'll deal with it. I just hope it won't be too late. You're welcome. Ezra, you're gonna find not all of our allies share the same values, or even fight the Empire for the same reason we do. I've also got my issues with Saw, Ezra, but in the end, he proved he's not the Empire. And for now, that will have to do. So what do you think about that, kids? So, you... I think that it's really important... I think it's a super important point that when you are working toward the same goal, right? You will have different groups trying to get that same goal. This happens in politics all the time. This happens in all sorts of kinds of movements, right? Social justice movements, animal rights movements. You have you have people thinking this is the right way to do it and then you have other people thinking no, this is the right way to do it. But you're both working toward the same thing, right? And You can think that your method is the best. 
that's fine. You can say, I think my way is the best way of doing this. But that doesn't mean that you should be spending your time fighting other people who have the same goal, but might be doing things a little bit differently, right? Right? So, like, I think, so So what Harris saying is, like, our time right now, even though I have my issues with him, our time is best spent with our eye on the goal, which is defeating the Empire, right? And the Rebels could spend their time trying to fight Saw in, like, Rogue One, right? They could say, you know, let's, let's not fight the Empire. Let's fight Saw because, and his people, because that, you know, they're not doing it right, right? No, of course they don't do that, right? They they're saying, well, yeah, but that wasn't their goal. That's not their goal. They don't kill Saw. Um, <laughs> but a couple of their people, yes, do die, um, are killed by Cassian, but you know, you could make an argument for those being justified. Um, they were going to kill Saw, right? No. No. What? No, no, no. He thought maybe they were going oh. to. Oh. No, no, they said kill Galen, not kill Saw. Oh, right, right, right. And Galen was a member of the Empire, as far as they were concerned, so that's not, like, you know, that's not a, a huge leap to kill an Imperial scientist. Right. Um, and that's because of his relationship with Jin, because he knows how, how important it is to her, right? Yeah, so, how it feels to lose family. Right. I'm sure he does, yeah. So instead, instead of trying to, like, you know, stop Saw... The, the Rebel Alliance tries to meet with him and tries to share what they have in common, which is a desire for the information that could stop the Empire and save lives, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just an important lesson. It's a complicated one. It's one that a lot of people in different movements have a hard time learning, that just because someone doesn't do something the same way you do, you know, if, if the goals are the same, then... You can personally think, like, I disagree with how they're doing that, but if you go out there and publicly say it, then all you're doing is fighting with each other instead of against this bigger thing that you're trying to fight against, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then they defeat both of you. Right, exactly. And the Empire takes over. And, uh, yeah, a house divided cannot stand, right? Who said that? A house divided cannot stand. Let me Google that. Yeah, that's who I thought. Abraham Lincoln, right? Oh. So. So, um, you know, but of course, Abraham Lincoln was, you know, the architect of the Civil War, basically. I mean, that, that was, you know, the, the United States divided, right? Mm -hmm. But, but um, the Civil War was a way to resolve that division. It had to, it was resolved through a horrible, bloody war that, you know, most people died in. It was not good. Civil War is the last thing, the last thing that you want, right? Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Because it was divided, and then the Civil War didn't really unite. It united through force, which sometimes, yeah, ugh, it's really messy. It's really messy, and we're going we're gonna to probably stop talking about it there. And I think we're at about an hour. Um, so I, I was wanting to go through that Season 3 trailer, or the se second half of Season 3 of Rebels. I think that would probably that trailer. take too long. Yeah, and you know, actually, like, half of that, Maybe not half. Almost half of that trailer is actually from these two episodes. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have a lot of stuff in in the second half of season three that we just haven't even heard about yet. W let's say one thing about that oh that God. season at three trailer. End, yeah. At the end, yeah. I see we see Maul mm -hmm. on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. It is. Obi Wan sitting down. Yeah. He has a fire in front yep. of him. Yeah. Maul comes. Yeah. Obi Wan stands up and uh -huh. says. You've done the wrong thing. No. The wrong yes. thing. Coming You're in. in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place. Oh, <laughs> oh that was so good. Oh, yeah, man. Was. That was so good. And I, then they both turn their lightsabers on. Oh, yes. Sweet. And Obi-Wan gives this classic Obi-Wan pose. Oh, so cool. Wait, oh, what was this again? <laughs> Where his hands above his head with the lightsaber and his hands out in front of him, yes. Uh, yeah, just like that, Liam. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anna, one thing? That was Liam's one thing from the season um, three. There were so many things. How about... I can't remember all of them. Oh, about... I remember mm -hmm. when um, when someone said, like, to Sabine, um, if, if, someone, if everyone... If people knew who your mother was, then you would be, like... Her mother's a death watch. It looks like 
looks like his mother's uh-huh. in death squad. Yeah, yeah. We're going to find out who so, her mom is. We still don't know who it is. Though. Anyways, uh-huh. if they found... He's, I think they said if they found... If Mandalorians found out who your mother was, then you would like be a celebrity or something. Hmm, you could unite, maybe. Yeah. And then also because she has the Darksaber. True. Right? Yeah. That everyone will be after her. Yeah, there's a really quick shot of uh, someone else with the Darksaber, and she has a lightsaber fighting against them. So that's going to be an interesting scene. I don't know what yeah. that's all about. Yeah. Um, Sabine's fighting Kanan with the director, but that's just training. Oh, that's training, yes. I think, but <laughs> yes. I think they're I trying to make us think training. that they fight. Oh, I don't think so. I think it's just training. Oh, he talks to her about how you have to, you have to train to get better or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one last thing is that we see Thrawn flanked by two Death Troopers, which... Was pretty and she's surprising. On like with shorts on, shirt off. And yeah. He's like punching or something. Yeah, he's he like uh, so... exercising. I think right. Yeah, I think he's like getting <laughs> yeah. ready for battle. Like bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Like, oh, against some, against some droids. I think actually. Yeah. Oh, what if it's against a um a hairy a hera dummy. A hair dummy. Or a king <laughs> as a dummy. Oh, that's... <laughs> or the or the group dummies. And what if we saw and he was like what what what. And he was like actually <laughs> fighting the dummies. Yeah, take that, Hera. Uh. And that. I beat you. And that. <laughs> oh, no, take Bam. this Kanan punch right in the face. <laughs> <All> right. Double blind. <laughs> Double <laughs> blind. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. No, no. Oh. no. Take this, Hera. That. And this, and this, and this, and her, go, her head goes fly, <laughs> flying off right when a stormtrooper is walking into the room to tell him something. Bam! <laughs> uh, and then the stormtrooper just falls Because the dummies were hard. All right. Well, yes. So we're definitely, we're definitely looking forward to the second half of season three. Uh. Yo. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. I think Thrawn's going to probably end up killing somebody that we know and love. <sighs> but we'll see. Who? I don't know. We've seen him all through Rebels. Oh, a character that we've seen through all of Rebels. Maybe, I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see. Him we'll see. Maybe not. Or her. A character we've seen I all think through. Oh, I Anna think I know yeah. who he's going to kill. Oh, yeah, who? Agent oh, Callus. Mm, yes. Ah. Yeah, if he yeah. finds out that Callus is the spy. He already he might, knows. I think he might know already. Yeah. He knows yeah. already. So, um, yeah. I think he might. So, it should be good, and we're really looking forward to it. And I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, so, thank you so much for listening to episode 57 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. I will not be asking for any additional donations, uh, any additional patrons, um, for at least another few episodes. Uh, we met our goal and that's awesome. And, uh, I'm going to do some, some thinking. But you can still give us more if you want. Well, I'm going to do some thinking because <laughs> we don't, we don't need more for what we're doing right now. We don't, um, but I might set a stretch goal and possibly try to figure out whether or not we can get a little bit better of a sound system so we each have a microphone. And that would be considerably more money. Uh, and, and it would be an investment. But if we each had a microphone, that would be awesome. Because right now I'm holding the microphone in my hand and I'm moving it toward your mouth as you talk. <laughs> and you know what? It's fine. It works. But I know that it could work better if we each had a microphone that we sat in front of. A mini one. A mini one. No, no. It'd be in front of you. Like It'd be like right that? here. Yeah, yeah. Are right. Hold How it? much No, no. It, it would be on a stand, a microphone stand or something. Oh, I would put it like right here. <laughs> Daddy, right. How it would much just come over. Here? Right. How much did that cost? I don't even remember. I bought it a long time ago. Anyway, we'll see. I'm going to do some thinking. I'm going to try to figure some things out. But as of now, I mean, we met the goal. I'm not asking for any more. Uh, but you guys, that's it. You no. Can give us. Yeah, sure. Whatever, if you want. If you really want to give us more, you can give us more. Well, and, and it'll go toward the podcast. That's for sure. And, and making the podcast better, that is my vow. That, that is what we will do with it. So, all right. Well, if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. 
Force Children. On Facebook, we are Children of the Force. Our email address is ForceChildren at gmail.com. Our website is www.childrenofthefalls.com And head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will play on the show. We'd love to hear from you about any and all things Star Wars. And finally, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. Alright, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And... May the Force be with you!